Well, hello, this is Gary, and you're listening to Thinking Out Loud. Today's podcast recorded Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. As expected, but maybe I was naively hopeful it wouldn't have actually come to it. The Republican Party did indeed, uh, you know, see it as their obligation to oppose Supreme Court Justice Jackson. She will be the new Supreme Court Justice. I mean, like, it would be nice, though, if the Republicans could just get on board with a clear and obvious qualified candidate and not to try to attack her character because she abided by the law. That's weird, you know. That's her job. That's why she's trying to be a Supreme Court justice because she abides by the law and has utmost respect for the law. The Republican Party is so embarrassing right now. It's just like, come on, guys. <laughs> Can you at least pretend like you give a shit about something? Like, is that really the extent of your duties as a civil servant, as a public servant, is to oppose the nominee from a Democratic president. You got to be the opposition party to the Democrats. That's it. That's your first and foremost objective. Really? You, you, you can't treat the nominee for the Supreme Court as a human being and just ask questions and try to understand her. Any, ask neutral questions like a job interview. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it, it's a job interview is kind of what it is. She applied for a job, and the President of the United States of America said, yeah, I think this person is going to be a great fit for this particular job. So your duty is not to automatically oppose her. No, that's not what your job is. It's to ask questions and to get a good understanding of where she stands on legal issues. Like... Get a general idea of what her mindset is. And clearly and obviously, she's the type of person you want to have on the Supreme Court. And I'm not I'm not even getting into her race. Clearly and obviously, she is qualified to be a Supreme Court justice. Wow. Clearly and obviously. Now, Brett Kavanaugh? Yeah. <laughs> not so much. That guy should not be on the Supreme Court. That was a clear and obvious red flag. His confirmation hearing was embarrassing, the way that man behaved. It was embarrassing. Embarrassing. The Republican Party confirmed him, though. But they're going to object to Jackson? Wow. They clearly and obviously have no standards at all for Supreme Court justice. Okay? It's embarrassing. People got to stop voting for those kind of candidates. Because... Man, they, they are not doing anything good with their power. A clearly and obviously qualified candidate for the Supreme Court Justice gets nominated by the President of the United States of America, and the Conservative Party views their obligation to simply oppose the nomination on merit. Just oppose just right from the get-gate, right from the get-go. Right out of the gate, their opposition. That's it. They don't care what her qualifications are. They don't clear they don't care how balanced, measured, 
and direct her answers are to her absurd to their absurd and ridiculous questions no matter they they just look stupider you know it it's unfortunate it is very unfortunate it is that that organization still to this day has so much power um they they got to have there's got to be a way to, for them to lose lessen their power a bit because it's gone to their heads and they have uh, done nothing good with their power they've uh, given more money to wealthy people they've cut regulations on corporations so they can pollute easier they've allowed coal and oil industry to continue to main, remain prosperous even if prices go up even if even if it's the effects of Climate change and all that become more apparent. They don't give a fuck. And it's fully out in the open. And they've been doing this for years. And they've been leaning further and further into it. What they are. What they truly are. And then they have this chance to kind of show some level of humanity. A clearly and obviously qualified candidate for the Supreme Court. The first ever African American woman to be nominated to the Supreme Court. And they just can't rise to the occasion. It's not It's not in them. They, they don't have it in them to take the confirmation of a Supreme Court justice seriously. They don't have it in them. They just can't do it. That's, that's not what they view their job as, to take the confirmation of a Supreme Court justice seriously, to ask serious and legit questions. They just can't do it. It's not in them. Why? Because they don't give a fuck. Okay? They don't care about the regular working class folk. That's not what the Republican Party in the modern times does. The names I list are the ones I have memorized, but there's a whole lot of other names. Mitch McConnell, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, Matt Gates, Lindsey Graham, Jim Jordan, Kevin McCarthy, Ted Gozar, Ted Gomer. Murderer's row of assholes and dickheads who don't give a fuck about anything except cutting taxes for the wealthy, cutting taxes for corporations, and then lying to people about what their true intentions are. And there's millions of people that still gobble up their bullshit. And here they are at a Supreme Court Justice confirmation hearing, and they are leaning into it heavy, on the record, basically declaring that they're not going to take the process seriously. They're going to accuse a judge of being a pedophile because she sentenced people that access child pornography to prison. And she gave them the maximum sentence that the law allowed. Huh. That's an interesting argument the Republican Party is trying to make. A judge sentence gave a maximum sentence to someone who accessed child pornography the maximum sentence punishment that the law allows, that is what Judge Jackson gave those defendants who were convicted of a crime. The maximum penalty the law allowed, and the Republican Party says that she's soft on child pornography or something. It's, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And they should be ashamed of themselves, but they have no shame. They've been doing this for years, and it's how they get reelected. For whatever reason, there's millions of people that really dig it. They dig that negativity. 
that violence towards others, the division, divisiveness, the greed, the not giving a fuck about tomorrow, live for today, burn all the resources, and just say fuck it. They're kind of the embodiment of that in their modern form. The ones who stand against the party, who speak out while still having that letter next to their name, they get censured. Adam Kinzinger, Liz Cheney. They were on the January 6th committee investigating the Trump supporters who invaded the Capitol. People died and were injured. It was embarrassing. One of the most embarrassing moments in U.S. history. Supporters of a presidential candidate who lost, the incumbent president lost, and he told the supporters to invade the Capitol, in so many words, and many of them dead. So a couple of Republicans actually were looking into that. They were on the committee looking into that. And because they were looking into the truth, the Republican leadership censured those two members. You're not allowed to speak out against Donald Trump. You must be loyal to the man. So I'm hoping that uh, more conservative options start getting presented because they are out there and media starts talking about them. The one most obvious one is libertarian. Why do they not get mentioned more? Republican Party no longer gives a shit. But they are still presented as the only conservative option. There has to be more. There's 300 plus million people in this country, and the Republican Party no longer gives a fuck about representing any sizable percentage of those people. So we need more options. We, we got to do better than the two that we have. Neither one is that great. Republican Party is just not even an option for most people, though. Like, what they do on the full public stage, on the record, it's embarrassing. We need to be able to do better. So, very much hoping that Jackson does still get confirmed, but it would be nice if it was a, a, a decent bipartisan vote. It wasn't just purely down political lines, but it seems like that's what it may come to because that's what the Republican Party is. They're going to vote no on Jackson because she was nominated by a guy with a D next to his name. And if that sounds silly and petty and stupid, it is. And that is why they're voting no, though. The ones that vote no, the reason they're going to vote no is because the guy that nominated Jackson has a D next to his name. That's it. That's it. That is it. And I know it sounds stupid and childish and dumb, that's called American politics. Yep. Yes, there, there will be many Republicans who are going to go vote no on Jackson's confirmation. 100% because the person who nominated her had a D next to his name. That's it. Now they're going to say other stuff. That's called bullshit. Political rhetoric. Nonsense. Double talk. People got to stop buying into that shit. Hopefully. I myself am uh, transitioning to a new job phase. I'm going to start working full-time as, uh, hopefully eventually, a sous chef. For now, probably more of a prep cook, third-in-line cook at a nice Italian place here in town. Then also as a part-time housekeeper at uh, various vacation rentals here in the place I live. Hoping uh, getting away from digging holes and building fences will lead to something a little bit better. And uh, hopefully more income rolling in and staying on top of bills because it's a 
It's a fucking grind in this country. Healthcare ain't right. Education isn't right. Can't just go get... Even though I'm only two classes away from a second degree, I can't just go because got to pay for it. And haven't really uh, done well at accruing massive amounts of money. Mostly because it was never my goal anyway. But you have to have it as a goal in this country or else you're going to become homeless and starving. You must focus on making money. It's a requirement in this country. You don't. You have no choice to not concern yourself with making money. Unless you want to be completely discarded and live, live off the grid. And that's just how our society is structured and we prefer it to be that way. So it is what it is. There's not much for that kind of content life. And where maybe you kind of roam around a bit. You live in a place for a while and then you move to another place. It, it's a little tough to kind of, like our ancestors did, but they, you know, a lot of humans in the past, they wouldn't just live generation after generation, just one little village. I mean, so many did, but there's lots of others that roamed around, moved, migrated for various reasons. So that's kind of the life I've lived. But, uh, and it leads to a checkered uh, resume and work history and means every time I start a new job, I start kind of at the bottom. But, kind of open all these collections of random jobs and random experiences, my 10,000 hours of experience, of uh, skills and a wide variety of different things is the whole kind of, whole package or whatever will lead to something better. More fulfilling. One can hope. But anyway, I'm going to keep this one short today. Got to get ready for my job number two. Starting up a little later today. And, um, yeah, hopefully we're in an upward swing. Hopefully Jackson gets confirmed. Hopefully the Russian invasion of Ukraine ends soon and Vladimir Putin is replaced, removed from office. One can hope. Ukraine can reclaim their country. Hopefully. Stay safe out there. God bless. This is Gary. Thinking out loud. Good morning. This is Gary. You're listening to Thinking Out Loud. Today's podcast recorded Thursday, March 24th. 2022. The main big topics in the news over the last couple days here in the U.S. Confirmation hearings continue. Katanji Jackson, Supreme Court Justice, federal judge. A clearly and obviously qualified candidate. And the uh, organization that did not pick her or did not nominate her feels it's their duty to attack her character. Someone with a D next to your name nominates you for a Supreme Court justice. If you have an R next to your name, it's your obligation to attack that person's character. And that's, that's what your duty is. That's how you're protecting the republic or something. 
But there are some blemishes in that strategy that are starting to reveal themselves. There are certain Republicans that are getting the initial kind of you know, separating a little bit from the from some of the circus acts in the Republican Party. Ted Cruz, uh, Senator Hawley, um, and what's that other guy? Cotton. He's a real nasty son of a bitch. i got to start remembering that name, too. That's another one that's just uh, not a good guy. I don't know why Arkansas keeps on electing that guy. That's, that's really a shame for the state of Arkansas. But uh, most of the Republicans, yeah, just chose to embarrass themselves on the national stage and um, called a judge who sentenced convicted criminals to the maximum penalty they accused her of being soft on child pornography. Um, they have no shame. It, it, it's just, yeah. But there were a few here and there, I wish I could remember the one's name, that did make a statement that kind of was acknowledging certain elephants in the room. There are certain members of the Republican Party that just aren't taking the process seriously. You know, they view it their duty to oppose the Jackson confirmation because the guy that picked her had a D next to his name, and that's it. And they're going to be willing to attack her character, unjustified. They're going to attack the federal judge's character without merit. Meanwhile, bringing up the Kavanaugh confirmation. And that's kind of a yikes. Yeah, they did confirm that guy. Yeah, so they, they're not really in any position to not confirm Jackson. They, they, they have an obligation to now because the standard is now so low. If the red flags on Kavanaugh are going to be ignored, then the zero red flags on Jackson, you, you know, mean that you must confirm her. If you're going to confirm a candidate with red flags, clear and obvious issues that have not been resolved yet, then you cannot confirm them to a Supreme Court lifelong appointment. But they did anyway with Kavanaugh. There's plenty of other viable candidates, but they chose to go with him. The Republicans did. So it's interesting that they bring up that comparison. They bring up that fact that they did indeed confirm Brett Kavanaugh, even though he was not worthy of the job. But he was a wealthy white guy who served the Republican interests in the past. He's basically a Republican operative. He basically lied at his confirmation hearing. He said Roe versus Wade is the law. And then when Texas challenged that law, he said that we will hear the case. So he lied at his confirmation hearing. If Roe versus Wade is the law, then Texas doesn't have a case. Their law is unconstitutional. It defies the Supreme Court ruling that was made back in the 1960s. So Brett Kavanaugh lied under oath. Yeah. But he's a Supreme Court justice. Yet the Republican Party is going to attack Jackson's character. It's uh, it's wrong. It's, uh, it's embarrassing. But it is somewhat reassuring to see at least a, a couple, or at least one, I saw the video of one Republican, Speaking out in his own way, 
against the tactics of his Republican colleagues. Their methods of trying to not allow a Democratic president to confirm a Supreme Court justice. And that is purely and solely what their motivations are. That is it. That's it. They want to keep the Supreme Court stacked in the conservative majority. They do not want a moderate. They got to be leaning really far to the right so that when they try to pass their people who are poor or a minority or live in a rural area or whatever, whatever excuse they want to have for a person not being allowed to vote, when they pass these unconstitutional laws, they want to find a way to that they become constitutional. And that requires a Supreme Court that will pander to them. Jackson is not one of those types, and that's why they oppose her. When they try to pass laws that are unconstitutional, Jackson's not going to let them do that. She's going to vote no on those kind of things. She's going to say, no, this particular law you're doing in Texas is unconstitutional, and here is why, and she'll explain it. Yeah, so obviously the Republican Party does not want to do that. They're currently in the process of making it more difficult to vote. They're in the process of banning certain medical procedures that are specifically available to women. Yeah, it's, it's, it's part of their thing. Maintain the status quo. Maintain the glass ceiling. You know, you got to keep it that way. You know, that's what they're about. Maintain the wealth gap and increase it if you can. Suppress the rights of the poor and the working class. These are not side effects of what they do. It's like their objective. It's what they pursue, you know. We're going to ban certain medical procedures. If you seek this procedure out, you'll face some kind of penalty. What if you need the procedure? They do not care. It does not matter. If you need the procedure but can't or are not allowed to get it and then are forced to, by law, to not get it, well, that means, yeah, what does that mean? Well, that means a nine-month pregnancy and then possibly a baby, you know, if, if you're healthy and all that. But, again, if you needed to get one and weren't legally allowed, what does that mean? It's a very tricky situation that Texas has put a lot of people in um, where they say we as the government man can dictate to woman what they're legally, we can claim a certain ownership in a way of what's going on inside their body that is completely out of sight, out of mind to anyone else except that woman and her doctor. You will not know. You'll have no idea. And, and, and why is it your business, though? That, that's, the, that's the other part. You know, if a woman goes to a doctor, why is it your business why she's going there? Woman goes to Planned Parenthood. Why did she go? That's none of your business, you know. Um, that's not all they do there, by the way, abortions at Planned Parenthood. It's actually a very small Part of what they do. So why did the woman go there? None of your business. <laughs> it's not really any of your business. But if you're planning on being a parent, that's a great resource. If you're planning on being a parenthood, hence the name Planned 
parenthood. Planned. Parenthood. Planned. So if you're planning on being a parent, go to Planned Parenthood. They can help you out. If you're planning on being a parent, Planned Parenthood. Now, yes, I understand your perception of what that it, what they are is they do one specific type of medical procedure and that's it. No, that's a small part of what they do. That is something that they offer. If you're planning on being a parent, and part of your plans are you're not ready yet. You're not physically, financially, spiritually, etc., etc., ready to take care of another human being for the rest of your life. Oh, okay, there's a procedure, and, and you can do it early enough to where you it's not you're not murdering a baby by any stretch of the imagination. Kind of find it insulting to babies. When people compare a fertilized egg to a baby, um, if if you believe that if that's what you believe, that's what you believe. That's that that's fine, you know, whatever. Um, I, I held many a baby over my years and never held a fertilized egg. Um, it, they're not the same. I, I don't. I I I can't. Be a person that says they're the same. I can't. It, it's impossible for me. I wasn't created that way. Um, I, I can't view a human baby that's even only just only one day old, one minute old, as being the same thing as like a fertilized egg. That's even if it's like two months along or, or something. Two month long. long I, I just can't. I, I and if people feel easier to like ridicule me insult me and, and that's the only way they can make sense of the fact that I can't view those two thing beings as the same that 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 is what it is the main issue is when the government man sort of picks a side because with my side if you want to call it that the government doesn't really have to pick my side he just kind of has to stay out of it you know if um there are certain medical procedures that exist, then they exist. People seek them out, they seek them out. If they don't, they don't. You, you're not legally obligated one way or the other to get it or to not get it or whatever. It's just, it's something that exists. If you're not comfortable with it and never want to get it, then don't. You know, the government man dictating to you what is in your best interest Especially considering who the government man is. You know, there's some extremely flawed, mostly men in government who can barely run their own lives. And barely take care of their own shit. How, how are they going to know what's in the best interest of a, of a young single mother? Of, or of just a woman in general? What the fuck do they know? You know, um, it's just, it's weird that so many people can get on board with this idea that the government knows what's in the best interest of each individual person and what's in the best interest of their particular life what medical procedures are in their best interest you know dictating to them what they can and can't do dictating to them what plants they can grow and consume and just have on them decades ago our government decided that certain plants were going to be illegal and if you're caught growing selling or just having them in your possession you're going to be locked up in a cage for years on end. 
I'm smoking that particular plant right now. But it is what it is. It's a lot of marketing and messaging to be able to convince people that that said action is noble or something. How do people convince people to go along with a government banning abortions? Pro-life. You know, how how do you how how does how is anyone going to be against pro-life? You know, you, you use a slogan like that to describe an anti-abortion position, and it it certainly makes the debate more difficult because you're you're claiming to be the pro-life side. Well, I'm I'm pro-life. Universal health care, universal ed- education, pre-K daycare, um, universal basic income, free education, health care, let's see, um, investment in renewable energy, climate initiatives to make sure we stop uh, poisoning our planet and destroying life on this planet. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into pro-life. Um, banning certain medical procedures? No, I'm, I don't really understand how that promotes life Um, forcing people who do not have the means or health to take care of a child to do it anyway under legal penalties if they don't I don't understand how that's pro-life that's not really and then offering zero resources if you're gonna force a person to go through a pregnancy and then to have a child nothing you can offer them nothing you must have this child who's not that isn't a child yet. So even if you're legally required to go through the pregnancy, maybe your body's not ready yet. Government man does not give a flying fuck. Why are you pregnant? What, did something bad happen? Were you forced? Government man, in some cases, still does not give a fuck. You know, so um, it's all about oppression is really what it is. Under the guise of being pro-life. It's not pro-life. That's that's not what it is. It's pretending to be. It's using that as a slogan because how how does anyone anti-life? No one's anti-life. Everyone's pro-life. So it's it's kind of leaning into the kind of. It 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 almost forces you to take their side, you know. And it's a confusing time. You know, because it, it's all about just power and greed and the lust for power and the, and the willingness to manipulate people. You know, we're going to ban certain medical procedures. We're going to make voting more difficult. And we're going to do it under the, all the guise of like being like pro-life, saying we're limited government, the sanctity of certain kinds of things. We're going to say it's all under the guise of that, but it's all about power, you know, and oppressing upward mobility of the masses. That's that's what it comes down to. There's this uh, this group of wealthy, angry, predominantly white men in government who just seem content on accumulating more power by any stri- by any means necessary. They're mainly against public investment in the people, in the working class. They do not like those kind of things. What they're mostly for is tax cuts for the wealthy and corporations. They understand what they are, and so in order to retain their power, they've also resorted to making it more difficult to vote and to throw out votes that were legally cast 
They try to make it, they also do things that just makes it more difficult to vote. Like you can only vote on one exact day. You can't mail in the votes. You can, you have to drop it off in a very particular box that's miles and miles away. If you don't have a car, you're fucked. You basically just can't vote. It, it just makes it more difficult to vote if you're poor. And that's how it used to be in the old days. The only people that voted were white landowning men. And uh, it seems like many in the Republican Party are trying to get it back to that. You know, where only certain types of people have a say in the direction of the country. And everyone else is just sort of forced by force to stay in line. So, I don't know. Ho hopefully people just stop voting for those types. Uh, Cotton, Holly, Cruz, Rubio, McConnell, Lindsey Graham. Jim Jordan, Kevin McCarthy, Gozar, Gomer, the, not a not a noble one in the bunch. Sorry, um, we can do better. There's a lot of people in this country. I've I've known many people in my own life that are better than all of them. You know, none of those guys are any good. They they don't do anything good with their power. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. And so they use their power to get more power and fame and money. And they just kind of neglected their true obligations to be public servants. They're too arrogant to be that. They, they don't want to serve the public. They want to serve the interests of the people that gave them the most money. So regular people just got to stop voting for that type. And if you lean conservative, that's fine. Go libertarian. Start seeking out other options because they continue to embarrass themselves on the national stage and they're just leaning further and further into the reality that they do not care about the working class. And until someone challenges on them, until the masses stop voting for them, they're just going to continue to be what they are. So, hopeful and optimistic that new options start getting presented for working class conservatives so that the Republicans can uh, get their shit together and just and just stop yielding so much control over our society because it's, uh, it's just impeding forward progress, you know. So hopefully we can get there. Make sure you're registered to vote. And make sure you vote in the next midterm elections and any uh, local elections that might be in your area coming up, you know. Keep a pulse on that kind of stuff. So keep it there. This is Gary. Thinking out loud.